Hey, I'm Gina Keeping, ex-classroom teacher turned mindset and business mentor. Not too long ago, overwhelm and stress was my norm. Now, I have created a life where I help entrepreneurial women create an unstoppable mindset and teach them how to grow and scale their own businesses, all while getting their own gifts out into the world and creating an impact. Welcome to the Keeping It Real podcast where each week I bring you an inspiring person or message where we talk about all things life and business related, where our conversations are real, the information is inspiring, we have a splash of fun, we have lots of laughs, and we dive into life lessons and deep conversations about all the things. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode, and I hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Keeping It Real podcast. And I'm super stoked because today we have one of my favorite humans back for round two. Welcome back, Dee. How you doing? I'm so stoked to be back. I cannot wait to dive into whatever route we're going to take on this, which we never really know. I know. And I love that. I love how we're like, uh, well, we're going to maybe touch on these few things, but God only knows where we're going to (laughs) go. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. We'll see. We'll see. It's going to go great. Well, the last time you were on, we were talking all things like relationships, uh, growth, but today we're taking a little bit of a detour into the business world. So just a little reminder for those people who are tuning in, a little background is that since you've been on the show, you're now a certified life coach. Woohoo! Um mm-hmm. You're the manager, right? Huge. You're the manager at Islander Athletics. You're a firefighter. You do so many amazing things. And overall, you are just such a amazing human being. But can you just take a moment and tell our listeners what else you've been up to since the last time you've been on the show? Oh, God. Um, There's been a lot. It's been a whirlwind of a, a little roller coaster here ever since. When was that? Probably six, seven months ago we did the last episode. Uh, it's been a major focus on the, the gym, basically in the growth of the gym. I'm obviously trying to get, uh, my life coaching, uh, little side gig, uh, up and running, uh, my coaching, my life coaching business actually runs through our gym. So we have a lot of uh, members that are uh, starting to avail of that, which makes me super felt and super happy. I'm stoked to see that, uh, actually coming to life. Um, other than that, it's been kind of trying to just balance it all with family wise and finding that, you know, what, what works for my relationships and my family now with all these, the new things that have piled on. Uh, so it's just kind of trying to understand myself in this new business slate. Cause I've never had that or never even really pictured that for myself as a, an opportunity, but it came knocking and I opened up the door. <laughs> uh, I love that. And I think this is a great place to start because I know some of our listeners, we have some very seasoned business owners. We also have some people who are just starting. We also have people who are not even in the business world. So I feel this is going to be a good um, conversation to have to show the different sides. So Brand new to business, just tipping your toes into the whole behind the scenes stuff that the public just don't get to see, right? <laughs> no, they do not know how many hats you got to put on your head throughout right? that business life, small business life, not yes. corporate business life. But small business does not mean small actions, as we both know. We both know that I think small no. business is it's a lot of freaking work, harder actions. Mm-hmm. I'd say it's harder actions than corporate world. You know what? I think so too, because like you say, you have to do so many things yourself to get up and going. So let's talk about that. Let's start there. How are you finding the behind the business things? Like what are, what has been the biggest struggles so far? Let's just start there because we're going to get to the shiny stuff. Yes, we will. But let's talk. We like to keep it yeah. real here. So what are the struggles? Let's go right in. Yeah. Oh my, um, a lot of them. Um, and every single one of them has been just as rewarding as the last one that you stumble upon. I find, um, obviously balance, like that's a, that's a giveaway that a lot of people like to talk about, like balancing work life balance. Uh, I don't think it exists. Um, truthfully, I think that, you know, balance is like, it is, it is an equal time for, uh, I don't, I don't think that's the 
the definition of balance. I think it's like what's important to you and what where should you spend your time is a is a better question that you should ask yourself and just like you know where you spend your time how it affects your relationships around you it does it still work within your family or do you have the right partnership to you know help support those decisions uh i don't think that it's a never balance that you just like achieve and you're like hey i've done it like i've achieved work-life balance i don't don't think it exists not for me anyway i don't think I love that you, this was the first thing that you brought up because I feel a lot of people strive to find it and they beat themselves up because they can't find it. Yeah. Yeah. For me, like setting business hours, like that was the one thing that, you know, I heard from like a lot of my friends who own like their own businesses. So like, you got to set like some boundaries, you got to set business hours. And like, I tried it. It didn't work for me. It really didn't. Cause I, I had this like kind of, I might have some, you know, undiagnosed ADHD and when like the passion is, is there, I kind of have to act on it. So business hours didn't really work for me. It was more so being able to communicate with like my family and my partners that like, Hey, I'm really passionate about this right now. Something I need to do. Um, I hope that you can understand and, you know, meet me in the middle, um, ground and I'll make it up to you, you know, when I'm, I'm done or I'm, you know, I need to, to switch focus for a second and, and have some quality family time. But for right now, I really need to do this because I, I have a purpose for it. it it's, yeah. it's important for me to accomplish this right now. But I love that you said this doesn't work for me because I feel that life and business, people feel they had to do cookie cutter. And that's yeah. not the case. Like right now, I think you said some really key things right now. This is how you operate at your best. So why would you change something that you know this is where you're thriving? And the key mm-hmm. thing there is you're not neglecting other things. I think you are putting boundaries in place by having the conversations and from the outside looking in, I feel you have fantastic boundaries because <laughs> you a long time to get there. <laughs> yeah. But I feel that you, and I think sometimes we put our own definition on boundaries, but from the outside looking yeah. in, you take care of your relationships, you take care of your health, you take care of what's important. Mm-hmm. Those, that's boundaries yeah. to me. Like you say no to a lot of things so you could live your dream. I think that's admirable. So bravo to you. Thank you. Thank you. No, uh, like boundaries to me are obviously something that didn't just pop up. Um, I had to work for them throughout all that last talk that we had through relationships and all that last podcast. Um, but I think it's more so just being with the new business aspect and me not knowing how to navigate that world, having those established boundaries there help. Um, but now it's kind of recommunicating, you know, people are my family and my partner are seeing me in this this new light and they're, you know, they're missing me at times. Like sometimes I'm, I'm not completely present uh, in that moment. And a boundary that I'm still learning to set is just switching off that switch when I'm still like passionate about it. I can, I can feel my mind still, you know, trying to do shit for everyone else in the community that I lead now. And I just have to like kind of switch it off and try and be present with my family because that's, you know, what I told them that I would do. So sticking to your word too. Oh, hot damn. That's good. D that's really good. And Oh, I like to kind of go a little bit deeper with that because I feel too, that when we go in the business world, we are so excited and there's seasons in business, right? And Mm -hmm. right now the season of business that you are in, I don't always love to use this word, but I mean, I don't know what else to call it, but it is a hustle part. It is a part where you're gaining traction and there's shit that just needs to get done, right? Is is this going to be your life all of the time? No, no. But for those people who are listening right now and are in that hustle, are in the building, are in the holy crap, I have to get all these things done. What advice would you give them? Maybe some things that have worked really well for you. And I know we kind of touched on the communication piece, but what else has worked for you? Don't limit the passion. Like I know that we talked about like setting those boundaries and, uh, you know, trying to achieve, you know, quote unquote work-life balance. Uh, but don't, don't limit it. Like, you know, go with your gut when you feel yourself onto something, like try and communicate to your family, your partners that, 
you know, you need to do this. Like we just kind of talked about, uh, recognizing my limits was a big thing. I kind of, I think I said last podcast, I kind of feel like a superhero at times. I don't, I feel less superhero-y now because <laughs> I've recognized so many limitations that I have and it's literally the business world. Uh, my brain, it works in a business sense. I see opportunities and I can, you know, uh, feel the intuition of like things that are catching traction, things that work for other people, things that people want. I, I get that side of business exchange, but money or, you know, some organizational skills, some the, the fine tuning of the business thing is a, is a massive weakness for me. But luckily my, uh, my partner, uh, Heather, who, uh, runs the gym with me, uh, she is, she is that person. So seek help, like depend on the people around you, build that social structure, around your business that you can lean on those people. I hired, you know, I hired on my, my partner, Danielle, to do the, you know, financial things, the organization of staff, the things that I could give to someone else to take on so I could focus on the passion part of uh, the work. Delegate it. <laughs> Learn to oh, delegate. That's a big, but, big one. <laughs> but you know what, Dee, the, the fact that we're having this conversation and you are early in your business and already had this skill, I don't mm. think you realize the magnitude of what delegation can do for expediting the success of your business. Like most people hold on to that hero mentality. The fact that you are delegating in this stage of your business is huge because a lot of people hold on to, oh, I can do it myself. So I will, I'll figure this out. You know, I'll figure out a way to do it, which, you know, yes, Great. But to expedite, I think you're doing all of those right things of delegating. That's amazing. Good. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm learning. You know, it's the process of learning too. Um, it's just delegating the, the things that uh, are like really close and dear to my heart. I'm, I'm having trouble doing like the community building part of it, the people uh, relation part of it. Like that is a massive part of what we do. We lead a community of 400 plus people at the moment that all depend on you or the, the, the owners to kind of managers, the coaches, all the staff that I do manage to lead them into a safe, inclusive, healthy wellness experience. And like, if you're talking the talk on your you know, socials and this is your brand, which it is our brand, uh, it's a lot of pressure to, to keep that going when you're exhausted and mentally exhausted from the business side of things. So I, I learned to push away the, the financials, the Excel sheets, the workbooks, all that shit that I hate. I had to delegate because I, I noticed a, a shift of my passion and it was taking away from our members, our community that we were trying to uh, recruit and give this space to. So yeah, it's, it's hard being an empath managing a community business. There's a lot of hard truths that you gotta uh, come across and a lot of removing patterns too. Like this is a 10 year old uh, community. Like this started back in 2012. Uh, I only came into it four years ago. So I was kind of the, the new kid on the block. Uh, after a year, I was head coach. And then shortly after that, a couple of months, I was the facilities manager. Um, still, you know, getting more and more responsibilities uh, daily. So it's, it's removing some, now feeling the pressure to remove some kind of toxic, not even toxic, just some, some old traits that have sort of developed over 10 years, just with Heather, just, you know, trying to stay above water essentially, like, cause it's, it's a lot to handle for one person. That's, that's why she asked for my help. She delegated too. She knew I was good with people and she knew I could, you know, help give the members that we're trying to seek what they need, what they want it. If that makes any sense. <laughs> Oh, no, it, it does 100%. And I, I feel too, like, as you're talking, I think it's so important for us to recognize the strengths within ourselves and the things that light you up, like people light you up when you interact with people, that, that is what you're, you're meant to do. So delegating those things 
they're not the things that you need to delegate. It's the things that suck the energy from you, you know? Mm -hmm. So for our listeners, it's like, what in your business is causing you so much pain and grief and taking you away from the mission and find a way to delegate it. Don't have the excuse of like, there's no way I can't do this. It's like, no, 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 no. How are you going to find a way to delegate the things that bring you down in your business because once you focus on your energy, I say energy is everything in business. If your energy is high, mm-hmm. the transactions will help ha- will happen. There's no doubt. Literally. Yep. Right. So get rid of that hero mentality and figure out what you need to delegate so you can do the thing that you're meant to do. Absolutely. Totally. Totally. Agree. Oh, so, so amazing. So the, one of the things that you, <laughs> that you did say is that you had like a lot of overwhelm and you were learning things about yourself that you were like, Ooh, I need to unlearn this. I found that mm-hmm. so big when I transitioned to business, I've always been a really confident person and excelled in most things that I did. And then when I came into business, I was like, I was like, I was treading water, but didn't know how to swim. I was like, what is happening? So I would love to hear your take on how you're not judging yourself on the things that you have to unlearn and how you're navigating that. Because I guarantee you every single listener, not just one or two, every single listener has something that they're learning about themselves that they're probably judging and have shame around. So what advice could you give to our listeners who are experiencing the same thing? That's a deep one. <laughs> yeah. The, and the first kind of quote that comes up, because I mean, when we talk about business, everyone, the first word that pops into their mind is success. Is your business successful? And like success for me is like the definition of success. It doesn't exist, if that makes sense. Well, like when I think of success, success is like alignment with your values in any one day. Like there's no, there's no point of success that you just reach and you're like, I've made it because people that want to be successful always have that next step in the line. Like there's no, there's no end to that train. For me, it's about being happy in what I'm doing, passionate about what I'm doing. And you feel good about yourself. Like when you don't need another's approval and everything that I do in this business, like I know I don't need anyone's approval and I know I'm doing the right thing. So therefore like I am successful in what I'm doing. And a lot of that was like learning from Heather. Like I found like Heather had no idea. Heather is the uh, co-owner also of uh, Islander. Um, she didn't have any business background going into this. She basically just took over a failing gym from a, a previous uh, owner, saw a community that, you know, was magic and knew that she couldn't just let it fall to the wayside. She had no idea about business, just like a crafty, creative person and just figured it out along the way. Fast forward four years, you know, she got a little bit burnt out from it, but I admire that from her right from the start. And I just started learning, like, don't be afraid to, to find someone that can be a mentor to you, learn off them. Like, and I probably say that most of the time, the mentors that you find are just people with blind confidence that have a passion to figure it out. They probably, no one really knows what they're doing. Honestly, it's just finding that one person with a passion and confidence. So undenying that you're like, teach me. That's kind of how I get into it, I guess. No, but that's such a, that's such a good point because I feel, and it's so funny because when this podcast episode comes out, I think the one before this is all about success and not following somebody else's definition and getting super clear on what success is to you, because you're right. People who have this drive that you and I have, you're never going to get to a place where you're, where you're satisfied. You know what I mean? Like that growth within us is so damn important. So if growth is a value though, like then just follow that value every day. And if you grow every day, then you're successful every day. Yes, exactly. Success. Yeah. And it's getting clear on your happiness and what brings you joy. You know what I mean? Because Mm -hmm. if you are doing something day in, day out to get to an end result, you're going to come up short every time. Mm -hmm. Right. So I, I love that. And I love the fact that both of you guys 
do not have a business background and you are running a gym that is super successful. But I think that's empowering for our listeners because I truly believe that gone are are the days where you need a certain piece of paper to a certain extent to go after what you want. You know, there don't, you know, you can't go be a doctor obviously without, you know, (laughs) there are certain things, but like, you having the confidence and the sure sheer determination that I'm going to figure this out for our listeners. And I'm pointing at you because I know that you probably think you're not qualified to do this, but you are, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And showing up with the attitude of not that I have to have it all figured out, but I'm going to figure it out. Like that's a pretty mm-hmm. powerful mindset to have. Yes. It's kind of just like creating if like for me, business is just creating something that like you wish already existed. And like, I saw what Heather was already building and I was just like, like you're creating something absolutely magical here. And like, I I want what you're trying to create. She just needed the extra creativity to, to make it happen. So it's maybe you don't need to create it by yourself. Just kind of find someone that also shares that passion. And it's a lot easier with a couple of you or a, a social circle that also has that same desire. Find your people. (laughs) Yes. No. And and that's a great point because I feel a lot of people, you know, based on our conditioning and our patterns, we feel that this journey has to be a solo journey, but it doesn't. Absolutely not. No. You know, as long as your work resonates with you, you got to find, you know, the people that it also resonates with. You you can't be like going down a road where you're given a hundred and your partner's only given 25. Like don't, set your boundary there. Like make sure you're both as, as much in it as the other person. Exactly. So that works when you find someone equally determined to, to get to uh, a point of fulfillment, then it's pretty easy from there, honestly. Yeah. And I, I think this is a good point to interject a question around the fact of like you, you clearly have a vision. Yeah, you clearly absolutely. have something that, you know, you're working towards. You said you 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 have this creative piece that you're really trying to step into. But you on the other side, too, there are challenges. There's overwhelm, there's stress, there's confusion, there's frustration, all the parts of being a business owner. How do you not quit when things get hard and you keep that vision at the forefront when you don't yet see the thing that you want to create? Oof, that's a juicy one. Yep. Um, it might even kind of circle back to the last values we talked about on the podcast. Like my kind of motto is if you can't solve a problem, it's because you're like playing by the rules. So if there isn't a, you know, something already out there, then you just, you got to take the risk. You got to, you got to bend the game a, a little bit. And I think from our industry, like from our business standpoint, we have a lot to undo um, in terms of like the wellness industry here in Newfoundland, not only Newfoundland, but it's, it's, it's pretty small here in Newfoundland and it's pretty tainted with a lot of toxic uh, traits. So it's teaching people to unlearn them as much as learn about their bodies and their mindsets and their mental health. So it's our vision is to incorporate both of them together with my life coaching with, you know, some very basic, healthy, nutritional uh, aspects with that functional fitness wellness community. That's for everyone. Uh, It's not for any body type. It's not for weight loss. It's not for any certain goal. It's just to move better for longer. Like that's, it's undoing all of those uh, magazine articles that you've seen growing up in the nineties, you know, or the eighties or any, anything prior to now that we're creating. <laughs> yes. It's, there's a lot to unpack there. No. And that's, it's, it's, it's hard when you. Did I like answer that, that? I don't even know. Oh my God, you did. It. Yeah, no, no, you did. I'm just going to pry a little bit more because I, um, okay. you said something at the beginning of the podcast that I thought was brilliant. And I think we'll come into, into play in a second. Um, but one of the things too, was like, that's not a short-term goal. Like, on learning and helping people change the conversation is a Mm -hmm. long time. It's a long, a long-term goal. This is not going to happen overnight. Mm -hmm. So would you say that the passion that you have around changing the mindset is the thing that drives you? 
as a non-for-profit uh gym like we 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 make ends meet we're not we're, we're not going to get rich off this uh it's learning to like quantify the impact that you're having on people for me and heather and i think for most of our coaches we, we try to recruit those people uh into our vision because it's we're we're not going to break the bank here with what we're doing. So it's a, it's a matter of filling up our own tanks and making like a true difference in our immediate community. We can't change the world like within our lifetime, I wouldn't say, but maybe you never know if we keep on this path, uh, but it's quantifying like the impact that you have on people. Um, and you can't really plan for everything. It's more so how you react. So it's like teaching uh, your staff, your employees, the people in your vision to just react better. Yes. Kind of. Yeah, no, it does. And I think it comes down. No, you're it's, it's amazing. Um, I also think too, that your mindset, I feel like when I talk about peak performance mindset, I feel that's you, I feel the people who succeed and the people who air quote, make it to achieving their goals. It comes down to mindset. Like what kind of mindset you have, right? So in the moment, let's kind of like take our our listeners through a little journey here now. In the moment, shit hits the fan. You're like, holy shit, big drop on on the gym. How does D handle that? Oh, it was actually tested pretty uh, recently. We had our... uh our biggest event of the uh, year. I don't know if you want me like right now to answer it, but it's within the last month. Um, and it's, it is about reacting. Uh, we had our biggest competition of the year. Uh, the growth was just kind of one step ahead of us. Yeah. We planned as much as we could. Um, there was just a few aspects of nothing that anyone else noticed that was happening, but things that didn't go as planned for us as leaders of the community just, you know, drama with when, when you're dealing with personalities, it's, it's a lot of, uh, knowing as how to react and how to control your emotions. So one control your emotions. That, that is step one. Your emotions are not your values. It's not, uh, more than likely how you want your outcome, uh, to come across. Second is communicating those emotions at the right time, the right place. Those are, I think, business skills that like, from a business you you wouldn't think that it's that important but to create those social structures that make businesses successful it's it's learning to communicate it's controlling your initial impulses your you know the the fu's to your boss or something like whatever whenever shit hits the fan it's hard to to control that initial reaction so yeah i think it's just being able to control it communicating uh to your employees and also like if you say you're going to do something, you better, you better do it. You better act on it. Cause uh, that's behavior speaks a lot more than what your word does as a, as a business owner. I think Oof, that was perfect. And I kind of trickily asked you that, but I'm so glad the way you answered it because <laughs> trickily. <laughs> Emotional regulation. I feel tricked by you. (laughs) You're like, where is she going with this? But emotional regulation is everything, D. It's everything Mm -hmm. in your relationships, in your business, in everything that you do. You need to be able to regulate your emotions because, and I love what you said there, that your emotions are not your values. Ooh. Mm. like this is so true like my if if my emotions were, were my values like i would be in a lot different place in life if i actually acted on them right but our emotions and not learned how to communicate them exactly but i think like a lot of people don't communicate how they feel right so these no. emotions of being like oh shit okay i gotta i gotta check this now but talking about it and communicating i think that is really key on how you move forward whether it's relationships business partners like myself and my business partner, we have like really raw, honest conversations about like, yeah, we're both really good at emotionally regulating, but we're like, oh, hey, I just had this come up. Like, let's chat it out. And we talk about it. And yeah. most people yeah. don't want to have that discomfort. You know, most people would rather have the emotion, act on the emotion and point the finger, you know, mm-hmm. And timing to talk about it is crucial too. like talking in your discomfort. The, the timing of when you deal with it is very important. Yes. 
not push it off because when people don't see that that action from a you know business whether you own the business whether you're working in the business when they don't see the behavior behind your social media posts or whatever they don't see that action like that's that can be disheartening to a lot of people and it's going to be disheartening to you too by not acting on it sooner even exactly. if you're exhausted it's kind of just delegating the mental space to to handle it you're, you're going to feel better if you handle that hard conversation sooner Oof, i could not agree more because the, i really believe that this is where the expansion happens right both both personally business-wise financially when you can sit with a discomfort and you can recognize and sit with your emotions and see why you're acting the way you do like, I am like super stoked mm-hmm. that you are seeing these cool things about yourself. And you're like, ooh, got to move through this <laughs> shit because that tells me that you're growing, right? Like there's so much magic yes. happens. And a lot of people think this work, work is like fluff and it's like the unsexy part. But if you want a business to be successful, man, do the inner work and watch watch the magic unfold. It's literally the most valuable use of your time. Like, yes, your t- time is literally the most valuable aspect it's not the money you make it's the time you spend trying to make it but at the same time like the time you spend on yourself versus on your to-do list as a business like that is absolutely crucial and it's hard to pick yourself over especially if you are like a giver and an empath and all these things that kind of most not all entrepreneurs are but in our business, like, like myself and yourself, like if you're in the life coaching business or the coaching business at all, or the empowerment business, like you better be doing the work yourself versus just preaching it. Ooh, hot <laughs> damn. It's that's so true. Um, yeah, that's so freaking important because a lot of people talk the talk, but don't walk the walk. And this inner work is the thing that's required. I really, truly believe it. But to kind of go a little bit deeper there, it's also from a place of non-judgment. Like I'm not mm-hmm. shitting on myself when I notice that I have a block. I'm not saying, well, I'm not good enough. I truly believe that you can love yourself totally and still want to grow and be a better version. Yeah. But it doesn't have to, you don't have to grow like now in the second. It's just a matter of like commu- communication to yourself too, to allow yourself that space is, is massive too. And recognizing that you don't have the energy to to grow right now. You just have to survive that day. Like that's fine too. Absolutely. <laughs> the day is a success. Yes. And I, and let's be honest. I mean, D there's days when in business you are just surviving and you're like, okay, tomorrow's going to be a new day. I'm going to pick myself up and I'm, I'm going to try again tomorrow. Yeah. Right. Like there, sometimes there's no happen. <laughs> and right. And sometimes it's like, I, I just shared on one of my recent podcasts. Like I was, <laughs> I tried to eat really healthy, but Dwayne and I went to AW one day and I was crying my monster burger in the restaurant. Like <laughs> those days happen. Yep. Raw emotion. I get it. I get it. So it's not judging your journey, but it's always stepping up and doing what you need to do for you. Mm -hmm. You know, so I, I love, love that you brought all those things up. And I love that you do the inner work, too, because I feel sometimes in business, people try to just focus on strategy and be like, oh, no, if I have strategy, 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 then that'll get me to where I want to go. But like you said, the best business tool you have is to slow down check in with yourself, work on your blocks, look at your intentions, look at how you're showing up and do this self-reflection. So I'm so glad that you do that. If people can't like relate to you either, like if people see you as this robot with a to-do list, like there's a fat chance, like hardly fat chance is a bad word, but like there's a low chance that they aren't going to see you as a a quality uh, business path, like person, all of the above really. Like if they can't relate to business is relations is, but corporate world may be different, but in our business, in our path, it's how people can relate to you too. And if they just see you as this robot without any issues or emotions or blockages, like 
it's kind of hard to get behind something like that. It's they need so to see true. the raw parts of you too. Oh, and you know what I love about this conversation? Cause as you were talking there, like on the outside, like when you and I play sports, like we're intense, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah, we're, very intense like, yeah. we're intense. We are very hard workers. Like we have that, you know, that quote unquote, like, like more, I don't want to say masculine, but like masculine traits of like, who, you know, we're, mm-hmm. we mean business, but then there's yeah. to both of us, we have this soft side who was like, we do the inner work. And I think it's really cool to bring that to the forefront that you can be both. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you don't have to be like fear, like burnout. Like you always talk about like burnout and like business to admit that you are burnt out as a person with, you know, maybe like an authoritative, like you said, us like kind of a, a more, I don't know, prominent, uh, intense vibe. You, you yeah. can say you're burnt out. It's fine. Like you're, you're burnt out. You're speaking your truth. <laughs> like no one's going to judge you. If they do judge you for it, they're not your people. Exactly. And normalizing, I think, the feelings of being a human being. That just because in one way you present it as like confident, whatever, you can still be confident and still be burnt out. You can be really sure yeah. of yourself and lead in a certain way and still be sad at times. Like. I think boundaries and be burnt out too. That's the big one that I always hear. It's just like, you should probably set some like better boundaries for yourself. It's like, "Mm, no, it's just that like my, if you don't have enough to give and that is your default thing that gives you, you know, that better feeling about yourself, that fulfillment, that's a slippery slope that you can't really control when or how you go down. So if you are in a giving business and you know, that is one of your values that, creates the meaning of success for you it's it's hard to acknowledge that and you don't really have to you know it'd be helpful to acknowledge it all the time but sometimes you just can't and sometimes you you fall into the little burnout trap and then it's just being like okay let's pick up the pieces yeah and readjust like i think people are so afraid of getting it wrong that they don't want to give it a try like Mm -hmm. You know, yes, like both of us are impasse, both of us are givers. And I would love to say that my boundaries are rock solid. But if I'm on a call Mm -hmm. with a client and they are having a terrible time and they need me, I don't care if my Mm -hmm. boundary was an hour. I'm not going to hang up that phone. You know what I mean? So while in some, right, like in some areas I have really strong boundaries and I'm like, no, I'm not going to budge. But then other parts, my human part, my heart part, yeah, sometimes mm-hmm. they give and take and it's a lot of readjusting and like, oh, maybe I won't do it exactly that way next time. But it's like letting go of this perfection and the this has to be this way. Like we're going to navigate mm-hmm. it. in certain seasons. We're going to be able to handle more right now is a season that I, I have more boundaries in place and that's OK. Then other times my boundaries yeah. might be a little bit more loosey goosey. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so knowing yourself and what you need. Yeah. Yeah. That, that burnout talk, like for, for us, for example, like even if we feel burnt out, like staying in that call for the, or staying in your session with a a client that like needs your help, whatever you're doing that fills up our tank, that intrinsic gas tank gets filled up by doing that. And no, like the, the output isn't, doesn't, what am I trying to say here? The output is burnout. Like on the physical outside after that call, you might be like, just sitting on the couch you can't move you're in a state of like paralyzation because your intrinsic your gears are going so much on the inside of how much that fulfilled you it's not showing on the outside but like in intrinsically like you filled up your tank and that's going to show in a couple of days a couple of weeks like yes. it, it's there is a gas there that you're you're not burnt out forever nothing lasts forever it's, it's filled up your tank in some way. Yeah. And maybe you just need to pause to absorb it after or to take care of yourself. You know what I mean? Process it. Yeah. And I yeah. think when you're doing this kind of work, um, a lot of people want to just compartmentalize that and say, okay, your session is done. But I always sit with my clients after and I'm thinking and I'm processing. So I, I love that you brought that up because I do feel that when we're doing this work, the after phase of like feeling like you just need some time, maybe that's a boundary. Maybe mm-hmm. that's not burnout. Maybe that's like, you know what, this is just mm-hmm. my recoup stage. And this is part of the process of how I yeah. work, which is super cool. Yeah. 
you know? Yeah. I can't honestly say like from my perspective that I've ever felt true burnout and like the, the definition of burnout, like I said, is probably what you just said. <laughs> that yeah. is, you know, our processing phase. Maybe that is our burnout. I don't, I don't know, but the, the intrinsic tank that gets filled up during those times, it's, it's all about what's yeah. important to you. It's that work-life balance. You're willing to go through that to, for what's to come. You know that it's better of what's to come. Well, as you said that, um, as you know, a couple of years ago, I experienced major burnout. And I think the difference is, is exactly what you just said. When we push ourselves to exhaustion, but what we see, like what you just described is that you, you get that intrinsic like fill up, but I think with true burnout mm-hmm. where you are laid out and it lasts more than a day for me, this is my experience mm-hmm. is I didn't get the intrinsic anymore. I was getting the depletion right. on both intrinsically. I was depleted externally. I was depleted and I didn't have any give yeah. anymore. And that's when the burnout happened for me. So I think it is important to recognize that when we are putting those things out into the world, if we're not being intrinsically filled up, and I'm not saying go burn out guys, that's not what I'm saying, but I'm saying be aware of what's filling you up and what's depleting you. Because if you had to continue to do the books over and over and over again, I think you would arrive to a real burnout. You know what I mean? Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. So it's that passion aligned with the, outwards. And I feel you do a really good job of self-care. Like, you know, that after you're going to take the time and you're going to, if it's sit on the couch, absolutely. You do a lot of working out and like that's your physical peace and your, your mm-hmm. physical energy that you're taking care of. So I think there's many components that you do really well. So bravo. Mm-hmm. Now it's not all, all that uh, tough, uh, perfect self-care exterior that people think either like i work out very intensely i don't drink enough water as much as i should i hardly ever eat how i should with how i train i don't have never had massage in my life like i don't take care of my body in the way that i use it and that is my fault in my self-care mentally like i'm i'm on it like everything that i need mentally i'm usually one step ahead of in terms of figuring out what i need when it comes to my body i'm that's my one people see this exterior from the outside like oh you're so fit you're so well like you look so healthy like I'm probably a step away from falling apart physically um but it's a matter of you know knowing your body and I know my limits with I know when I really need to be like okay you need to drink more water okay you need to you know take a rest day from the gym like because it is my outlet too in terms of uh having so much emotional intelligence sometimes you need that outlet for uh just pure on anger, which is like kind of where that comes out in my workouts. And I, I go hard and that's hard on my body and I don't take care of it the way that I should after the fact or before the fact. But I, I'm in tune with enough with it that I always kind of stick within that like flirty boundary of it. So there's always, I can do better. It's not the, the perfect exterior that people think. And I think that's important to also say to people because they're like, oh, you got to figure it out. Like you don't need to, I, I don't, <laughs> still figuring it out. But I'm really glad that you brought that up because once again, like the balance, it's almost impossible to find the yeah. balance that we think people have. So thank you for your honesty there. Mm-hmm. And you do have that self-awareness, which I absolutely love about you. And as you were saying that, um, I can totally relate to the physical piece of the physical exertion. I need that too. Like I've been back on my punching bag and I would love to say that it's like, Oh, you know, I'm just working it, but no, I get my frustrations out. I actually have a piece of tape on mm-hmm. my punching bag. that says Gina's ego. <laughs> Oh, yes. I love that. And this morning I went down and I kicked the shit out of that bag and it feels good. <laughs> I'd say it does. That's deadly. Right. So it's it's yeah, it's like we're all trying to do our best. We're all trying to do things so that we can reach that ultimate performance that we want. But also recognizing that we all have our faults. Like yeah. we all have things where we drop the ball and that's OK. Like trying to keep all those balls up in the air is is impossible and it's like okay what are we going to work on today what's my priority today what's my intention today and if you try to go all in on everything you're going to end up falling short on everything that's how i look at it you know 
Yeah, keeping in that balance of like understanding like what you need and what you want, like, and that changes day to day. Like you literally got to get up and check in with yourself being like, okay, can I do that to-do list in my business journal? Can I go to the gym and not kill myself? Am I hydrated enough to do that is my main concern. I usually got to chug a bottle of water before I go because I haven't drank some in eight hours at that point. So it's, it's understanding wants versus needs and being flexible with it too. Like it's, yeah. there's nothing that you need to do in a day besides get to tomorrow yeah. and try and stick towards your values, your Oof. values, whatever actions you take that day, just make sure that they're in line with your values and you're going to be happy. You're going to yes. be fulfilled. And I think there's a, there's a lack there. And I think this is why so many people are feeling stuck is that they're taking actions that are not in alignment with their values. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a major one. I don't think that many people understand their values, Gina. Like that's, I think that's probably the biggest human fault in today's world. We're told our values to social media and we're told what should be important. Like do some work and decide what are your values? Do you even know what values are? Like, have you ever looked at the definition of what values are? A lot of people have come across in my path over the recent couple of years. They, they literally don't even know. Yeah. Never thought on what their values are. They just kind of go with what happens around them and, you know, try and make it to tomorrow without any sort of moral compass. And that's hard. That's got to be hard if you don't have a moral compass of what's important to you. Absolutely. And that's a really good point. So for our listeners, if you're like, you know what, I'm feeling stuck. I'm feeling like I'm, I'm not on path. One of the very first things that you can do is get clear on those values, because Mm -hmm. like you say, the, you could wake up and do different things every day, but if you are making the steps that are in alignment with your values, you're going to feel good. Yeah. Right. But so many people are guessing and they're like, well, maybe this is a thing today. Maybe this, Oh, let me try this. And they keep falling short because like you say, they don't know they haven't done that inner work. So instead of like throwing the paint against the wall and hoping it lands in the place that you want, pick up the paintbrush. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Pick up the paintbrush, put it in, in where it needs to go and get clear on what those values are. And then you're going to start aligning and being able to know yourself. Like DJ said, I know right now I need water. So the more you get to know yourself, the more you can then align your actions. And the cool thing is it doesn't need to look like anybody else's. Like, I think that's important to say. And values are like super simple at times. Sometimes it's like a, someone's core value could just be honesty. So then you just got to go throughout your day, just being honest with other people, with yourself, which happens a lot for self-care. You got to be honest yeah. in order to have good self-care. <laughs> uh, it could be, I don't know, like any, it's, there's so many different, like having a compassion for people. Like that's a super easy one. Like if that's important to you as a value, but a lot of people don't even know what their, yeah. their values are. It was so easy to like portray <laughs> your values when you know them. Like it's, it's just be like, okay, my value is compassion. I just have to like show this person compassion and whatever you're doing that day. Yeah. And my value is honesty. I just have to be honest with how I'm feeling to this person. You're going to feel better. Like, and it's a, it's a, it's a process. That's like literally a step-by-step, like it's laid out. It doesn't change for anyone. If you follow your values, you're going to be happier. I truly believe that. Oh, I'm with you 100%. And I also believe the opposite that if you don't follow your values, you're going to be unhappy because let's just take, um, let's just take compassion. For example, if compassion is your main, like one of your main core values, and I have a couple that I lead with, but let's just say compassion is your number one. And all day long, you're on social media, Mm -hmm. you're judging people, you're yelling at people who cut you off in traffic. You're in the grocery lawn and you're complaining, like all those things are not (laughs) compassion. (laughs) So at the end of the day, you're going to feel really (laughs) shitty about yourself. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Yeah. So get, getting to know easy those things. to intertwine. Yeah. In your day to day tasks. If you know them, it's it's super easy to intertwine. But if you don't know them, it's going to be a, a hard day for you every day. Absolutely. I just glanced yeah. up at the time and I can't believe we've been talking an hour. This is how our conversations go all the time. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to ask <laughs> you. Like, it could... <laughs> what? It could go on forever. Like, oh, I know. Well, we've already decided there's something cool coming in February. Um, so stay tuned. Yes. D will be back for round three. 
Um, but I know that we talked about a lot of stuff today and I know yeah. this might be a repetition, but to sum up the, the episode, what are three main things do you think are required for people to find their own success in your opinion? Literally what we just talked about, uh, yeah. values like that. I truly believe that knowing them, uh, creates that path for whatever business you're in. And that could be corporate or small business world. If you, if you don't have values, you're going to be a lost pop every single day. Um, other than that, three values. I uh, really, truly, or sorry, you didn't ask values. You asked for successful. Uh, yes. Three main right? things required for okay. success in your opinion. Um, I've, I think that playing by the rules piece is, is super crucial. Like a, bringing it back to like that bodybuilding talk we had last time, like I saw a problem, you couldn't change it because of the rules. So change the rules, start focusing your, your path to creating a, a world that's easier for the people coming behind you to, to work in, to be successful and to start a business and to be that the rule breaker, be the first taker, be the the steamroller at times. That's kind of how I view it. Uh, you can't always play by the rules and a lot of rules are really stupid. I gotta say. So it's, it's breaking down, you know, what we're taught and told to, to follow this, do this, this is the path to success. Like just kind of throw the book out. If it's not working for you, maybe it does work for you and you can play by the rules and you're successful and you're happy and you're fulfilled. But for me, it often doesn't. So it's throwing that rule book out when you can't solve a problem. That's probably number two. And God, I think the, the quantifying success is like to, to know your impact on people like day to day at the end of the day, I, I cry to my partner probably once a week about, I don't know if what I'm doing is, is the right thing to do. My risks are risky. I'm, I'm hurting people. I'm outgrowing people. I don't know if they should still be in my life. It's just being like quantifying the, those small little magic moments that happen that you hear from your business or you hear from your customers, your members, those all matter. And you have to quantify them at the, the front of your brain because that like ripple effect that you have on people, you have no idea how far that ripples went. And it can go a, a C length too. Like you really don't know. And hopefully one day you'll hear it. You'll hear how far that ripple goes, but is it, oftentimes you won't. So you really can't wait for that. You can't wait for the acknowledgement or the uh, appreciation posts or anything like that. It's, it's knowing that what you're doing is uh, enough. It's your best and you're making a, a difference. If you're sticking by those values and, you know, being your true honest self, you are making a difference and hopefully your business is successful. And if it's not, then try changing up the rules and, you know, doing a lot more inner work. Cause I think that, uh, that's probably going to be the real difference in your business is uh, finding who you are as a business person, <laughs> who you are as a successful person. <laughs> Creating that definition uh, is probably the, the lost term. That kind of answers it. <laughs> yeah, actually, I'm like, holy shit, what a way to end. But I, I have I, I, I have to go back to something you said. Um, because I guarantee you a lot of people struggle with it. And I feel we're doing a disservice if we just leave it at, you feel that you're outgrowing some people. And yeah. that's, that's, a hard a, one. That, that's a really hard one, but maybe if we could just like circle back just really quickly, because I yeah, feel yeah. this often yeah. happens <clears throat> to a lot of business owners and a lot of people who start doing this in our work, they start to outgrow people. And then there's the shame mm -hmm. around it. And then there's like a disappointment. And I don't necessarily agree with like cutting people out for the sakes of cutting people out. But I also, on the flip side of that, recognize that some people you do outgrow. So how are mm -hmm. you navigating that? It's healthy too. Yeah. You're, you're meant to outgrow people. People are... I truly live by this seasons or a reason. There's not one person that's probably going to stick around for your entire life. Like hopefully your, your mother, father, 
brother, sister, family, like hopefully, but like, that's not always true either. People are a season in our life. They're meant to teach us something, whether that's about ourselves or about themselves. It's for a reason that you, but it's about like sticking to your, your loyalty of your purpose, which is for hopefully your business. If you should have a purpose in what you're doing in the business world. So it's sticking to that and realizing that you have a, responsibility to follow the path to success, which is, you know, cutting out those toxic parts of your life, or maybe something that you have a routine that you've outgrown that they do quite commonly, and you just don't have time for it anymore. And that's okay to, to realize that, that you have a responsibility to yourself to better yourself. And if you truly believe in your business and what you're doing, then you're doing the right thing. And those people will come along if they are, um, you know, going to take some accountability for their own emotional hurt over it or their, their growth that they have to comprehend, but trying to keep up with you or trying to uh, mourn your past together. Cause I think that's a big part of it. It's, it's just mourning your routine. Uh, people are afraid of losing their comfortable routine. So when it, it's not a routine anymore, it gets a little uncomfortable and it's hard to process your emotions, like I said, and communicate that. And hopefully you're just adults that you can communicate that, you know, like what we did was was fun. I have a have a purpose in life and I hope you've come along for it. And if you don't, that's that's okay too. If you're happy doing what you're doing, that's it's fine. But I need some space. I need some time. I need some, you know respect for this dream that I have. Hot damn. Oh, that I love the way you, I love the way you explain that D. So sorry, I'm getting emotional just thinking about all of this because it's, it's a lot, you know, it is a lot. So you, you have the focus, you have the, you know, people are listening and they're like, yes, okay. That makes sense. But internally when the person falls away, and a person that you've had such a history with, a person that you love, doesn't get you and your journey. How do you mm-hmm. internally? <laughs> that one's gonna make you cry. Yeah, <laughs> that's at the the forefront. Yeah, how do you internally do that? Eh? Um, and may, and maybe you're not there yet, but maybe we maybe that's something we can talk out together. But yeah. that's a, that's a tough one because it. It is. Yeah. The, the tears are welling in my eyes at the, the even thought of it. Um, I think it comes back to respect. Like that's how I internally do that. I've been through for me, from my personal, how do I do it internally? Um, it's knowing that I deserve this uh, opportunity that I've created for myself. All this work that I've done to get here today, like I deserve uh everything that I've created. And sometimes what I create, I can't keep all of the the pieces of your life involved in that plan. It's not my responsibility to worry about you coming along in this journey with me as, as friends or as, you know, partners, whatever, whoever I'm losing, maybe it's family. I don't know. Um, if you can't see, um, what this does for me, the impact that it's having on my life, the fulfilledness, the purpose, then I don't think you deserve a spot in my life. If And friends can just change too. Like friends can be friends in different ways. You can learn that. Family can be family in different ways. That's all things that you can learn. It's uncomfortable process to try and you know learn a new way to connect with those that you've always been close with. But like, you can absolutely learn. And I think it's just knowing that you deserve what you've created. That's how, that's the only thing that comes up in my mind in terms of the hurt. Cause there's a lot of hurt as you can hear yeah. in my voice that I have experienced that in the last year, but it's been worth it. Yeah. Like the, the relationships that you've created from this opportunity that you've allowed in your life is teaching you new things and you should never turn down learning new things. You have, if you're not learning, you're, you're, you're stuck is my, oh, is my motto. That really, <laughs> that really hit my, my ticker when you said like, I, I deserve this. 
And yeah. thank you for being so vulnerable. I'm finding it really hard to look at you because I feel like I'm going to have a fall <laughs> and cry. Um, I'm here crying. It's okay, I am too. Because uh, it's really hard, Dee. It's really hard when we're doing yeah. this work and we have this passion and we have this desire and we want to help people. And then the people that we love so deeply doesn't get it. Mm-hmm. And they're not willing. You're still helping them from afar, I think, too. Yeah. Like they're still watching. Those people that are, oh, they like, are. outgrown, <laughs> yeah. they're, they're still learning. They're still there. They're yeah. still watching. And maybe you can rekindle. Like, yeah. But I, I think that radical but, responsibility is key. I think as much inner work that you're doing, if the person that you love is doing something that lights them up, that's changing the world, because you are changing the world. You are changing mm-hmm. people. I know in the beginning you said you can't change the world, but you are. Every time you show up for you yeah. and you step in, like you said, you don't see the ripple effect that you have on people. So if you see somebody or you have somebody in your life or listeners who is doing the thing like love them enough to check yourself and see where your own blind spots are about what they're doing. Because I really Mm -hmm. struggle with the fact of if you love somebody and they are doing something that lights them up, like I know our listeners can't see you, but when you're talking about this, you're lit up about what Mm -hmm. you're doing and to lose a friendship and to lose a love because I think relationships are love. And I think you're like me, you love deeply to lose that because of something that you have unchecked is really, really sad. So all the things that we've talked about, like checking with your own values, checking with how you're feeling emotionally regulate yourself and have the conversation. Mm -hmm. So, cause this doesn't need to be the reality we can grow together or we can grow apart. You know, and I, I really want to honor you for, for having this conversation with me because it's hard. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, it's on the, it's on them to ask themselves the why if like, obviously we've already asked the why because we're emotional about it, but if they haven't even asked themselves why yet, like, why can't they, uh, like you said, love, see the passion uh, in someone that is kind of stepping away and the, the light in their life, they haven't asked themselves why, and they don't know why you've been separating. Then that, that's, an, that speaks for itself. You know, actions are answers to the, the lack of their emotional internal work at trying to figure out maybe the jealousy, the, the hard emotions behind some of these disconnects and outgrowing someone is the discomfort, the jealousy, like all those things that's on both of you guys to, to process separately. And you, you gotta ask yourself why, and I've done it a lot. That's literally yeah. the, the whole slogan of my life coaching business. Why D uh, look, see is I, I ask myself why I've done everything I've done in my life and why I've lost people and why I've, I'm doing what I'm doing now. And it's just simply just pausing and looking and seeing the answer is literally right in front of you. It is. You just have to be in the present enough to, to know, to, to notice it and slow down enough to notice it. Ooh, oh, so many gold nuggets there. And even as you were saying that, like getting, I know you, you said this about people not wanting to get uncomfortable, but getting uncomfortable, you can have a conversation that could save a friendship. Getting uncomfortable, you can figure something out about yourself that you're like, oh, wait a minute, D can do this. Imagine what I can too if I leaned into what she was doing. So mm-hmm. I feel there's such a, a good opportunity to have these conversations because there are so many friendships are lost by misunderstandings and the lack of having a conversation. And, you know, I think we both can say this, that we are always willing for the conversation, but I mean, there's been friendships where I've been the only one willing to have the conversation. And if somebody is willing to let that distance grow without having a conversation, that also speaks volumes too. So it's like loving yourself enough that you get to deserve. I love that deserve. I'm I'm going to have that on my forefront. I deserve to have this. I deserve to have this. And so do our listeners. And so do you. So amazing. Oh, I could literally talk to you all day. <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. Should we just clear our schedules or <laughs> <laughs> clear the schedule? We're on for the next two hours. Um, but Dee will be back in February uh, sharing some really amazing things. So we will have you back. And Dee, I think we should start doing some regular episodes together because 
your knowledge is, that. yeah, I think this is something that we I should admire offer. you and respect you so much for everything that you've built. You've oh. literally been probably one of the secret, I don't know, so secret, you know that I love you, oh. but the mentor that I've looked up to most in terms of helping people in a, like I've always been the fitness, fitness coaching, like CrossFit, blah, blah, blah. But the, the life coaching side of it, when I saw that, oh, you can actually do that. Like you can, oh. you can help people in a different way. That's not, um, you know, looking into your past it's it's looking at your present and your future like it's what life coaching is versus yeah the mental health world here is very hard to find the right support it's it really stretched it's over capacity like it's so it's creating a, a you're creating a whole new world for people to actually Aww. grow and i really respect that about you Oh, thank you. That really means a lot coming from you. Like, seriously, thank you. I admire you too. And I love what you're doing. And I see a collaboration in the future. Ah! Yeah, (laughs) So obviously I want people to find you, to follow you in all the ways. Where can people find, follow, join your classes, all of the things like tell, tell the world. Uh, we're still uh, Islander Athletics. Um, we have a new 8,000 square foot facility. Uh, my life coaching office is just upstairs. Um, so we will uh, meet there for any uh, clients that are interested in starting sessions that way. Um, YDLC is my branding for my life coaching. And that is the acronym of YD Look C, because that is my motto in terms of helping people better their lives. It's just literally looking at your life, finding the values, finding what is already there. Uh, I take a different approach in terms of the empowerment side of it. I'm a little bit of a hard ass in terms of uh, pushing people. It's probably my firefighting and my, you know, CrossFit uh, coaching background. So it's, it's a different approach to life coaching. Um, but I think it's just as valuable in terms of that. So you can find me at Reesty on Instagram and Islander Athletics. Uh, you can book uh, directly through there. Any of my classes, uh, services, life coaching, all through that website. Amazing. And I'll put all of that in the show notes so you don't have to panic everybody. Um, and D, I would even argue to to say that your style is the style that yields results because I feel we coach the same way. It's like mm-hmm. all with love, but also that little kick in the ass that you need to be like, mm-hmm. OK, do you want to continue believing this or do we want something different? So I love your approach. Go and book an appointment. Go see D. Absolutely incredible. I backed this person up my whole entire life. She's amazing. Um, Until we meet again in February. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate you. I cannot wait. Uh, Thank you so much for having me. It's always an absolute pleasure talking to you and growing during an hour. It's only been an hour. I feel so intrinsically motivated that I can't even put it in words. So thank you for holding it. Oh, right back at you. All right, friends. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode. This is Gina Keeping. And remember to keep it kind, keep it fun, and always keep it real.